spent like a million dollars. Let me check out that ring. What's up, TMZ? How'd you find me, bro? I got my disguise on. What's up, man? TMZ Sports. Welcome to TMZ Sports. I'm Mike Babcock. My guys, Mojo Mutati and Lucas Widman. Guys, Jake Paul, if you thought uh, he had been losing since he took his first L in the boxing ring last month uh, to Tommy Fury, you are sorely mistaken because uh, we broke the story uh, on uh, the TMZ Sports website. Jake Paul has got a new lady in his life, and she happens to not only be one of the absolutely best speed skaters in the entire world, but as you'd probably expect, she is gorgeous. She is 24-year-old Yuta Leardom. And she is known all over the internet for being, you know, one of the most beautiful athletes on the planet. But also, she is a world champion. She is an Olympic silver medalist. Just won a silver uh, medal in uh, the in past Beijing. Uh, Winter Olympics. Yeah. Yes, uh, in 2022. So as it turns out, Jake and Yuta met on Instagram uh, late last year after both of them uh, became single. And they, you know, spoke on social media for a bit, and then they eventually met up in Miami. Yuta uh, mm -hmm. went to several of Jake's uh, events over the course of the past few weeks, but things took another turn uh, on Tuesday night when they both hit up LPM Restaurant in Miami, and people who were there told us that there was some PDA going on, and those two uh, were spotted kissing, so mm. they're not keeping anything secret. They, uh, they don't mind if everyone knows that they're definitely an item. Uh, of course, uh, Jake was with Julie. Julia Rose, who was uh, a pretty uh, big social media star in her own right, but they broke up, and uh, yeah, I mean, this is, there's Julia, of course, They're, this is a power couple, look, it's in the early stages, Mojo, they're just starting to finally spend time with each other, uh, not online, offline, in person, but if this does uh, evolve into a relationship, I think you're looking at a real sports power couple here. Yeah, power couple is exactly what I was about to say, Babcock, I mean, Look, these are two young people who are on top of the world, who have accomplished so much so quickly. They're not going to stay single for long. They're going to no. start exploring and dating. I mean, Jake Paul definitely seems like he just got out of that last relationship. But what do you expect, buddy? You know, these windows of top celebrity don't last forever. For some, they last a long time, but never forever. No. And others fall off the face of the planet extremely quickly. So, hey, have your fun, live it up, do it big while you got it. And, uh, hey, man, Jake Paul has never hid his uh, affairs from the public. I wouldn't expect his dating life to be any different. Nah, hey, look, he's an open book. He shares a lot with his fans. The reason I opened the show and said if you thought he was losing, because a lot of people made fun of him after Tommy Fury, after all the trash talk going back years, that he lost in the boxing ring. And uh, he put up an Instagram post the following day and said, hey, look, if you think that I'm losing, I just made $20 million. So even when Jake Paul, uh, when everything is not going perfectly uh, professionally in the boxing ring, uh, this guy has still cemented himself as one of the, uh, the biggest and most relevant stars out there right now. And uh, he once again proves ain't nothing changed. All right, guys, moving on to LeBron James. Uh, LeBron James and his Lakers squad get a much-needed, a big win in Chicago last night playing the Bulls. They are currently in the eighth spot, so every game important to the Lakers. And uh, after the big game, LeBron James, as he always does, met with the media, uh, was talking about his teammate, Austin Reeves, but um, that's not what you're probably going to be drawn to here because the king, he left 
a very little to the imagination. Watch this. Hey, I always got my back. <laughs> always. Last question, Mike. Even though he loved Kobe back in the day. <laughs> I forgive him. I'll tell you what, I didn't hear a word LeBron said there. <laughs> but yeah, those captions, uh, they kind of missed the whole point of the video right there. But you now here's the thing. LeBron was talking about Austin Reeves because I don't know if you remember earlier this week, um, Patrick Beverly did the too small gesture towards LeBron uh, when the Bulls played the Lakers and Austin got his payback last night and it was awesome because you know <laughs> There's a little bit of history with Austin Reeves being a LeBron hater. Uh, back in 2012, he posted a meme of Kobe Bryant, and he <laughs> said, when I want my peace and quiet, I turn my phone to LeBron mode because it won't ring. Um, <laughs> so it, it's all playful and it's fun. And, you know, it's nice to see Le LeBron's getting really comfortable with his new teammates, but also at the same time comfortable with uh, the reporters, I guess. But the best part about yeah. it was the responses on social media because a lot of people were uh, enjoying the video for reasons <laughs> outside of sports. Look, I've never been in an NBA locker room, especially when people were in it. But I definitely have been a, in a football locker room, and it gets weird. You're, you're in a locker room. Let's remember, it is a locker room. I reiterate, right. a locker room where you change, where you shower, where everything is out for anyone to see, and then you come out of the shower, and now it's flooded with cameras and, and media and people asking questions. It can get uncomfortable. You better uh, peek your head out around the corner before you come out. <laughs> hey and we move on. Steph Curry uh, just signed a massive, massive deal with Under Armour Mojo, a deal that could actually be a lifetime deal, meaning that Steph Curry would be signed to Under Armour not just this year or next year for the rest of his NBA career, but forever. It's a very reminiscent of the deal that LeBron James signed a few years back with Nike uh, that, uh, that could be worth uh, uh, upwards of $1 billion. So Steph Curry, he has had a really successful partnership with Under Armour. And uh, today uh, we posted the story uh, on our website. He signs the deal. Could reportedly, Mojo, actually bring in more money uh, then he has made as a player salary. Le uh, Steph has made something like $300 million, was drafted in 2009. So he's been in the league for about 14 seasons. And this could actually pay him more money than all of that NBA money, uh, uh, NBA salary money, which is pretty incredible. Dude, absolutely. This is massive. Think about that for a second. Being one of the best players in basketball history and now this endorsement deal is going to pay you more than you ever made on the court yeah. for the entirety of your career and this is awesome for under armor i've always thought that they've had one of the best marketing teams on the planet you mm -hmm. think back to the we must protect this house campaign which was always a personal favorite the yeah. click clack uh campaign these are just massive things and this is how you stay at the top of the game. You you sign and align with the best athletes. And Steph Curry is one of the most recognizable athletes uh, on the planet. And I got to say, Babcock, if I'm analyzing kind of uh, the market here, timing couldn't be better because with Adidas just completely struggling with everything with Kanye, 
Beyonce that we've talked about, there is some market share in the industry that is up for grabs right now. And when you lock in a Steph Curry, uh, you're definitely going to absorb some of that market share that Adidas has lost. So That's a great point. Yeah, yeah, it was actually one of the first places my mind went. But yeah. I love this deal. I love Steph. And as a former University of Maryland Under Armour athlete yeah. myself, uh, I love, I love this. I'm a big under. You know what, Mojo? And and before we move on, uh, obviously Nike is the king in this space. But there's a new movie coming out now, that Air movie, right? And talks about Phil Knight and Sonny Vaccaro and Michael Jordan and how they transformed Nike with just one man, with Michael Jordan, into the powerhouse that it is today. So um, I don't think anyone should underestimate what um, a big star can do for a company. And I think Under Armour they need Steph Curry. Steph Curry is cool, he's relatable, and um, he is the type of guy that can take Under Armour, in my mind, to the next level. So congratulations to Steph Curry. Hey, uh, speaking of guys that continue to win, Steph Curry's near the top of that list. Coming up next in TMZ Sports, UFC star Gilbert Burns is calling on the FBI to investigate one of the judges who had a really wonky scorecard during a recent big-time UFC fight. Uh, we're going to hear from uh, Dorino Gilbert Burns next on TMZ Sports. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% cash back at hundreds of stores, including Ray-Ban, Good American, and Ulta. Rakuten is how in-the-know shoppers get the best savings. They shop the brands they love and earn cash back on top of deals. During Big Give Week, May 6th to May 13th, the cash back rates are even bigger. I'll be shopping for apparel and electronics, and you can save on everything you need for the summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. Join today for free and get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of Big Give Week's 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Just go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. Rakuten, R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Welcome back to TMZ Sports, Mike and Mojo. Mojo, there is a UFC star who is calling on the FBI to investigate a judge who recently scored a big-time UFC fight. Yes, the UFC superstar Gilbert Burns says that the federal authorities, federal law enforcement, needs to get involved. So here's the deal, and we had a good conversation with Gilbert. We're going to play it for you here in a second. Um, Marlon Vera, Marlon Chito Vera and Corey Sanhagen, they're two of the best uh, fighters in the world. They recently met uh, at the main event at a UFC fight night uh, event, Mojo. So uh, Corey Sanhagen, I watched the fight, dominated Marlon Vera, but... When the judges read the scorecards, it was a split decision. And I think everyone from Corey to Marlon to all the fans, everybody was absolutely shocked. One of the judges had it five rounds to none for Corey Sanhagen. The second judge had it four rounds to one for Corey Sanhagen. But there was a third judge, a guy who has virtually no experience uh, scoring MMA, who actually believed that uh, Marlon Vera won three rounds to two. And because of it, he actually awarded him the fight. Now, thankfully, the other two judges said uh, Corey won, so officially he wins the fight. Nonetheless, Gilbert Burns says, hey, I think something fishy's going on here, 
and uh, the police or the authorities should look into it. I think those judges got to be investigated. You know, those judges are like the things that we see with a couple fighters, uh, James Cross, those guys, FBI on top. I need we need FBI on these judges because those judges may be working with the betting company, maybe doing something behind getting a third person to to you know to bet. I I just think those guys are. I think those guys are doing something crazy. I think we gotta we gotta investigate those judges because Cheeto is my guy and I want him to win. But there's no way he won that fight. And clear to anyone. Wow. Well, you said it, Babcock. That third judge has virtually no experience. So maybe he's just a bad judge, yeah. but maybe so. he's not. And he brings up an interesting point here. I, I mean, if there's a fight like this that is just so black and white, clear cut, who won? And then there's one guy that's saying uh, that wasn't the case. Maybe an investigation should happen. Kind of analyzing this point here, it is kind of interesting because, look, conducting legal investigations onto judges periodically might not be the worst thing ever. I mean, look, you signed up for that for that position. I look at this as being no different than an athlete being drug tested, having to go in for mandatory P-tests, certain background checks and clearances that are just due diligence and par for the course. Why shouldn't these extend to judges? I actually wouldn't mind a regular testing protocol of some kind and you know, frequent, random, periodic investigations just to make sure everyone's walking the straight and no, I could not agree with you more. I also would actually like to see former fighters judge because I think, in my opinion, you got too many people who do not, do not understand the sport and they're, uh, they're the ones, you know, picking the winners here. So uh, I think, yeah, certainly uh, all that would help judging. I will say this, and it's, it goes for UFC, MMA, baseball, basketball, you name the sport. If this is the type of thing that can literally take down an entire organization. That's why the Tim Donaghy thing in the uh, NBA was so important. That's why many, many years ago, the Black Sox scandal uh, was a huge deal as it was, because uh, if, if you cannot have faith that the actual results are true and real, you don't have a sport. That's why this is so important. Coming up next at TMZ Sports, not only did Aaron Judge hit a home run in his first at-bat this season, but he's got a delicious new hamburger named after him. Uh, today's opening day, we're going to go around all the MLB stadiums and uh, tell you some of the most delicious new food offerings. I hope you're hungry. That's next at TMZ Sports. TMZ Sports, Mojo, that was Aaron Judge, the captain, Captain Aaron Judge, not missing a beat, hits a, a bomb of a home run in his first 
at bat. All is right in the world. Yankees 1-0 on pace to go 162-0 this season, Mojo. And look, today it's not a national holiday, but it should be opening day. And one of the uh, really awesome things, Mojo, aside from baseball being back, is that uh, all of the teams, all of these stadiums, the ballparks, they, they come up with these really awesome new food items. So it's been uh, a minute since we've done this. Let's do a little TMZ Sports food for thought with some of the best new items, at least in my mind, Mojo. We saw a number 99 there, so we'll start with the 99 burger. Uh, look at this. This is an Aaron Judge-inspired burger. Two four-ounce American Wagyu beef patties. Can't go wrong there. New school American cheese. Don't know what new school American cheese means. Caramelized onions, secret sauce, brioche bun, dill pickles. We'll do that without the pickles. Uh, Mojo, yeah. we have the, and you got the little 99 flag there, which is pretty cool. You have the boomstick burger over uh, down in uh, Arlington, the Texas Rangers. It's a two-foot-long hot dog. You can get a variation with a two-foot Nolan Ryan beef patty, Texas chili. It's got nacho cheese, jalapenos, onion rings on a brioche bun. That looks great. Uh, this is one of my favorites, Mojo. A flaming Hot Cheetos pretzel. That, uh, if, if you haven't had flaming Hot Cheetos, it's like the hottest thing in the world. And that, <laughs> yeah, that would tear me up. That would kill me. Uh, Mojo, go uh, down to uh, Florida, to Miami, but uh, bring some hungry friends because uh, the Marlins have a 34-inch Cuban sandwich. It's, yeah, it's 34 inches long. It weighs two and a half pounds, Mojo. It's $50, which actually, if you consider that it feeds between four and eight people, um, not a bad deal as expensive as the ballpark food can be. And Mojo, the one that I would be most excited about is in Queens, the New York Mets Jacob's Pickles Fried Chicken Sandwich. But instead of bread, the bun is two glazed donuts and it's got a fried chicken sandwich with some honey barbecue sauce. And now I am very, very hungry. And I am starving, Babcock, but dude, what? No, the donut sandwich has got to go, Babcock. I'm going to need a month what? of workouts to burn that one off. Look, I don't like sweet well, that's true. sandwiches. The fried chicken sandwich, they almost had me at that. Have you ever had chicken and waffles? I, I, I have. I eat them separate, typically. Oh, you do? <laughs> so you're not, you're not, you're not like cut the, cut the waffle, take it a piece of chicken and have it Yay. together? It, it's different. It's different, Babcock. I want no part of the, the donut on my sandwich. I don't want any of these hot dogs. That, that boomstick thing looked uh, pretty wild. They almost had me with the Cheetos pretzel because I absolutely love Cheetos. It's one of my favorite junk foods. But, but if you uh, had flaming Hot Cheetos? Now I don't want it. That's where I'm out, Babcock. Yeah. I don't like the flaming Hot. That, that's a path that for me. Will literally, there's, me, a, there's a 60% chance that'll eat through your stomach with all that hot Cheeto dust on the top there. That stuff is so spicy. Well, let, let me answer your question and give you the winner here. That is absolutely the 99 burger with extra pickles, Babcock. Extra pickles. Not, oh. No pickles. Give me the extra pickles. That is just a classy gourmet burger for a ballpark. This is the move. You said Wagyu beef on there. We Wagyu got two beef. patties. Yeah, two. Two four-ounce Wagyu beef patties. Not yet. And new school American cheese. What do you suppose new school American cheese is? Sharp cheddar? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Listen, I, <laughs> what I do know is that I'm not even sure I want you to come here anymore after what you said about the, the New York Mets chicken sandwich. This actually works great, Babcock. <laughs> you keep all those for yourself. I don't want them. So right. at least we're not fighting over the last one if that ever great happens. Great point. 
Great point. <laughs>、All、right, Mojo, before we get out of here, I've、uh, got to update you on a story we talked about yesterday. Remember, there was that streaker at the college baseball game, the Texas Texas AM game. The guy pulled his pants down and Uh, moon the entire crowd. Well, we didn't know who this guy was. He was arrested for criminal trespassing and disorderly conduct, but we didn't know who,、uh, what his identity was. Well, Mojo, now we know. You are not going to believe this.、Uh, this is a 19 year old kid named Spencer Werner. Fine. He is a distance runner on the Texas AM track team. This was on AM's campus, and he ran on the field and he got arrested, and now Texas AM has suspended him. He is, by the way, a really talented runner. In fact,、uh, in his first meet, he earned、uh, the SEC Freshman、uh, Runner of the Week honor. So, this guy is one of the best runners in the entire conference. And now, who knows? He might have just lost his job on the team. Well, this just makes me mad now. <laughs> Knowing that he's a distance runner, not only because he is an idiot and actually had something to lose by this, but he's a distance runner. He could have stayed out there for so much longer, <laughs> challenging people to come after him. I thought his form, his running form, looked pretty good out、yeah. there. So I, I did notice that. Man, they wouldn't have been able to catch him.、No. This is what he does. You know how many security guards it would have taken to corner him? The team would have to help out. He might still be running out there. <laughs> Why do we have to? Mojo,、uh, we have got to go. We got a big, 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 big show tomorrow because Saturday, Sunday, WrestleMania going down in Los Angeles. So not only are you going to be in studio tomorrow, but your buddies,、uh, two of the biggest WWE superstars in the world, the Street Profits, yes, Angelo and Montez coming in studio. Uh, gonna have、uh, a chat with the guys before they take the stage in front of the world at Mania. That's gonna be great. The Street Profits plus Mojo in Austin tomorrow will definitely make it the best show since s a t u r d a y